Ozone. Welcome to the Ozone Podcast with Jaguars senior writer, John Osher. Welcome to this week's Ozone Podcast, and I always say I'm excited about every guest, but I'm always excited to talk to this week's guest, Jaguar safety, Andrew Wingard. Thanks for joining us for this. Thank you for having me. And it seems like, um, in a lot of ways, you've really come to symbolize this franchise and define this franchise. First of all, um, you know, do you like that, and do you feel like that's true in any way? Um, you know, I'll take what I can get from from <laughs> where you know from where you know the team has been. Right. Um, and if the team or the fans look to me for energy and for enthusiasm, then I can absolutely give you that. And, um, I do love that because I believe in positivity. Mm -hmm. I believe in all that stuff. And I try to embody that. And, um, obviously people have started to see that and, um, it feels good. It does for sure. When you're out and about, how often do you hear it was always the Jags? All the time. <laughs> Especially because I can't hide the right. hair and stuff yeah. like that. So, um, But I, I remember talking with, with our um, Dr. Franco, and he was talking about last year how that a, wor- a word mm-hmm. or a sentence or a phrase became almost tangible mm-hmm. to where when that was said, energy came from it. Right. And to me, that was the coolest thing, how – Something that just came came to me, and in the you know heat of the moment, right. you say something, and yet that becomes kind of a driving force into a a playoff run, a turnaround, if you will. So that's probably the coolest thing to me. But yeah, I get it all the time. So when you're at Target and Publix, and somebody comes up to you and says that, I got to think that that's a, a great feeling for. I like you remember it. And you know, I mean, sometimes I get anybody in public eye doesn't love being approached, but I got to think that's a great thing. Yeah, for Never sure. Ends. And I'm definitely, you know, I'm the simple guy who just wants to be another human. You know, right. I'm not looking for any sort of recognition. I actually, and don't take this the wrong way, I prefer just to go out and not be recognized sure. and just be, you know, another, you know, another human being because that's what we all are at the end of the day. But it is cool, especially, you know, when I first showed up here, my first couple of years, I was like, I don't even want to be seen in public. Right, you know what right, I mean? Right. First pick in the draft, two years in a row, stuff like that. But um, it, it is cool. And it's cool that the fans now have a team to root for that's produ- that can produce and can, you know, not just be terrible. <laughs> you, right. So. And this is a little bit of a different season than last year. Um, where there was just momentum going at the end of last year. Uh, do you guys sense that it's a different season? And as you go into this game against Tennessee, which is a must-win, somehow through a, a wild route, you're in the same place as last year with the chance to go after it. Um, is that what you're embracing this week as a team? You have to. Right. Again, when we stepped in in training camp, we said win the AFC South. And we've put our we, here. We have the opportunity. Mm-hmm. And if um, if your immediate gut reaction is to to start to think, oh well, it could it's, you've lost already. Right. If that's your gut reaction to to go into the what I call the sewer cycle of negative thinking, then you're going to get negative results. So flip that positive mindset. Here we are, and all we can ask for is an opportunity. 
an opportunity to control our own destiny. And we do when that's it. So and, I'm sorry. Uh, no, you're fine. And, uh, first of all, is a sewer cycle yours? It's not. Okay. All right. <laughs> I kind of, I guess I did kind of steal it's, it's, uh, it's from this book. It's called the confident mind by okay. Dr. Nate Zinser. He's, uh, He's like the head of sports psychology at Army West Point. Now, you like that stuff, right, uh, sort of thinking. It seems like you're really – has that helped you at all? I mean, is it, I guess it's a way of life for you, and it's helped you get here, right? The mental game is everything for me. Okay. And that has taken me here. It's taken me farther than guys I was with in high school. It took me farther than guys in college. It's taken me farther than guys I came in with, and – that's where it is. And I've learned along the way that learning is my, if I was to have a superpower, if you mm-hmm. will, it's my ability to learn gotcha. my capacity to digest information and learn from it. So I think that's where I have improved the most in my game is just being able to learn and get better and better and better and better and just ma- maximize my opportunities. But as a captain of this team, I've really felt the calling of, how do I fire guys up and how do I get guys in the right frame of mind? And it goes along with that stuff with stuff about the mental edge with, with principles such as the sewer cycle. Mm -hmm. And you've seen, I've, I've monitored it all year and there, there's been times when we've been in the sewer cycle. There's been times when we've been in the, uh, the opposite is the success cycle where you're seeing, like I just said, this opportunity, not this, you know, oh, let's look back on the negative where we could have won the division. No. The success cycle would say, we, here we have this opportunity. What a great opportunity. This is awesome. High pressure. Let's go ball out. What a great, you know? So right. that's, I've done that all year with the guys, and it's been different principles here and there. But in this point in time, it's that of this is a great opportunity. Success cycle. Same yeah. goals. Let's go ball out who doesn't want to be in this spot in a high pressure situation. Let's thrive on it. So that's kind of been the message from undrafted guy as a rookie to team captain. What does that mean to you? That, that really does mean a lot. That's cool. That guy when the guys see it Yeah, and it's not fake, it's not like you're just some rah, rah guy that talks Mm -hmm. and, and no, it's, it's actions. And that's the coolest part for me, um, you know, being able to sit in those captain's meetings on Wednesdays, you know, it's, and it's been a challenge too for me right? because before you didn't have to, you know, you just play, you, you just go play, you know, right. the, the success and failure of the team, you know, is not so much, you know, kind of correlated back to you right. as a leader of the team. But so that's been, you know, if I was to look back on this seat, not that it's over, but if I was to look back, this has been a great year for me in terms of growth and stuff and, you know, how to talk, how to talk to the guys, how you come off, you know, the the things you say, Mm -hmm. even talking to coach Peterson, you know, we, we've had great conversations in those captains meetings. So it's been super cool. Definitely the highlight of my career so far, just being, you know, named a captain, wearing the C on the the Jersey. It's, it's really freaking cool. I can't lie. Has that pushed you? uh, I mean, I, I personally think you're missing your calling if you don't coach at some point. Has that made you think about that more? I, I think about it all the time. Okay. And it's funny. I, I, I don't even think about like coaching in the NFL. I think about like coaching high school kids. Right. To me, that would be, that would be the coolest and most fun thing. Um, 
you know, I think that definitely not college, those hours, I, I, I right. wouldn't be able to play golf. I wouldn't be able to, <laughs> you know, I wouldn't be able to go play poker at the casino, but now, um, it's, it's just kind of what I do. What's the biggest thing you've learned about, uh, leadership? I guess that's where I'm looking for leadership, mm-hmm. but that this year, anything in particular? It's more that like leadership isn't about leadership is really the only thing leadership is about is influence. Like just cause you, you know, all the things you do don't matter unless you can influence people and move them in a direction and cast a vision to them. You know what I mean? So that's really what I've learned about this year is when you go up and you talk, are you painting a clear picture? When Mm -hmm. you go up and you talk, are you brewing something within the guys? So that's been the most kind of fun thing for me is over the course of this year, you know, I remember after the Houston game, we were one and two. And there was just, you know, we're, we were in the sewer sure. cycle. Yeah. We were in the sewer cycle. A lot of negative, not just the, the energy was dead. So I called up a team uh, after the team meeting the night before we played Atlanta. I just called all the guys up and I said, hey, open forum, like op- it, wide open. Let's chat. Let's, you know, let's, let's start bouncing ideas off each other. Let's get on the same page. And, you know, we, I think we won like five or six mm-hmm. games straight after that. So that was the cool thing to me is I, inf- I, I just offered a platform. I got the guys talking. We all got on the same page. We all felt better. We all felt some energy. And it's stuff like that. The things you do as a leader in those scenarios, there's your influence. Right. And if that influence works, you're doing something right as a leader. Could you have ever imagined this version of Andrew Wingard year five when you were starting out? Absolutely. It was all like, okay. maybe, I, I mean, I'd never thought I'd be a captain, sure. but I knew I was going to be here for sure. Okay. I knew when I knew, I knew I've, I've always known how good I can be. I've always, um, just, I, I've known that there's no way another, there's no way another man can do that. And I can't, right. There's no reason I can't be the best in the world. And I, you know, I still believe that, um, obviously, you know, I, re-signed here and I'm still not a starter, but I still see myself as a starter. Mm-hmm. I still prepare like a starter. My film won't lie. You know, it's like I've been balling and I've just continued to keep getting, you know, um, better and better. And it's just, the cool part is that belief in yourself. This is really the only thing that matters. What, you know, you're going to fail, you're going to mess up, but the guys that keep going, the guys that keep getting better, you know, will always come out in the end. And that's kind of how it's been for me. And, you know, you gotta, I gotta thank God, you know, um, without him, I'm absolutely nothing. And that's really been my driving force. But he kind of cast that vision for me when I was young. You know, it's crazy because when I was young, I would pray every night. I would, you know, I was like a freshman in high school. I would pray that I would make varsity as a sophomore. And then I would go on to get a D1 scholarship. Mm-hmm. And then I'd go on to the to play in the NFL. And I just prayed for it. And it's, you know, wow. here it is now. And, you know, I now just feel like I'm the... I now feel like I owe this responsibility back to that, that little kid. Right. You know, I, that when you, you know, when you lay your head on that pillow at night, that self-esteem, mm-hmm. I really kind of see myself still as a little kid. And, you know, I, it's really self-compassion, you know, okay. guys beat themselves up guys. And I've just tried not to do that. I've tried to always been positive and I've always tried to, you know, kind of see myself as two different, see myself as a man and see myself as the, as that little kid, gotcha. that, that belief, that joy, and to kind of 
still ki- you know kindle that spirit mm-hmm. of a kid and and uh, in a way give back to myself so i now you know the discipline now it's hard you know right. now it's now it's when you really got to be a man that that discipline that training that effort that attention to detail so that when you do go out on sunday and play you can really let that kid be right. free where are you better now than uh when you're a rookie why and why is it is it just experience or how does that grow um i would just say man you know it's a tough question obviously you get like you said experience you get so many reps against mm-hmm. great players in practice that you just naturally have to adapt but now I think I just take ex- extreme ownership of my job. Okay. Before, you know, you get in, you're kind of just unconscious. You're kind of just learning the way, you know, you're not really, you're just playing, right? Right. And now it's like, I remember in 21 under Urban Meyer, Urban Meyer said something. He said, he brought up the, the pain of discipline versus the pain of regret. And I was like, that that hit me like so hard. I was like, I don't want to regret a single thing while I have this opportunity. So that really led me down this path of discipline of like yeah, kind of just relearning everything I did. Like, cause I was unconscious of it. I didn't, you know, get in a journal and like write down how I was playing ball, how I was seeing, how I was studying, how I was, you know, doing all that stuff. So I really just took extreme ownership over myself and, you know, started journaling, started doing stuff like that, started learning, started to like, have goals, have purpose, you know, game in, game out. And I think that's just where I've really elevated myself is looking at myself through a clear lens without, you know, judge, you know, without mm-hmm. the, the negative voice in your head, but just looking at yourself, identifying strengths and weaknesses, getting better at your weaknesses while, you know, elevating still your strengths and stuff like that. So just those, you know, and it's, it's small details, but that is the stuff that leads to, right to big games you know what i mean so um but from a football aspect i just think i i can play all you know i can play both spots at free free safety strong safety i've really gotten better playing in man coverage you know we do one-on-ones all the time i felt like i've taken fifty thousand mm-hmm. one-on-one reps and <laughs> just being able to operate <clears throat> communicate and that's really what it is so um i went off kind of on a tangent no, there but it's great that's how you improve in this league and that's been another thing for me as a captain is teaching these young guys getting right. I remember when I came in the league, Jared Wilson, Jared Wilson mm-hmm. was a guy who I remember they, you know, all the guys said, find a vet who right. has had success, find a vet who has kind of been on the similar path as you and copy him. And, and I, he'd copied, been a, I copied undrafted guy, yep, et cetera. Copied so. Jared Wilson to it and best teammate, best guy I've ever met in my entire life. Um, I just copied him and, now that I'm kind of in that same spot mm-hmm. as he was, now it's about being that vet that young guys look to, that young guys look to for advice. And it's just been maybe if one thing I say to to the to a young Tank Bigsby, if I if I chew Tank out about jumping off sides on a fourth and four, mm-hmm. it's gonna you know no one wants to be the guy that wants to get up in a guy's grill and right, and, but. Now, every time we're in practice, Tank looks at me when we're on punt return. He, hey, earmuffs, earmuffs, fourth and four. Right. Just little little things sure. like that. And it's uh, that's kind of where I've f- f- you know found the calling to as a captain is teaching those young guys you know just those little minute details right. about how to be a pro, how to elevate themselves. Because this game offers so much outside of here. What this game gives us financially, 
among other things. That's not the only thing, sure. obviously, but what it gives you financially, it allows you to just create this life you want outside of football and after football. So why not give it your all? Why not own your role so that you can continue to ball out, make money, play as long as possible, you know? Yeah, you might say high school coach, you'll be coaching special teams in this <laughs> league. So um, that's just that's we'll, just my opinion. We'll talk in 15 God's or plan. We'll, we'll, see we'll talk in up. five years. Um, final thing along these lines, uh, a chance to win back-to-back division titles on, on Sunday. Uh, first time in 25 years it's been done. Chance to beat the Titans for the fourth time in a row. Hadn't been done since the 90s. Do you think about anything like that in terms of just, I guess, this team sort of making a mark and being a team that people look back on? It's funny you say that because I've been thinking about that lately too. It's like, let's go, boys. That's what it's been. Let's go, boys. You don't under, like, I hope they all understand, like, the back-to-back division titles, and I and I believe this too. When this team gets into the playoffs, I believe mm-hmm. I think that's when we take off. I really do. But you become the first. You know, you win a Super Bowl in Jacksonville. Right. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Are you kidding me? <laughs> How freaking sweet would that be? First Super Bowl in franchise history. Mm-hmm. Like you're like you're a legend forever. Like, right. Are you kidding me? So. And I've been in seasons where you're packing your bags up right now, making sure that on Monday you can get the hell out of here. You right. know what I mean? Yeah. Now it's like, dude, like now you really don't want to have regrets. There's an opportunity here, right? Big opportunity. Yeah. So it's it's awesome, and our fans they deserve it. They've been great, and to have a team to like we said to have a contender year in year out to cheer for, that's awesome in itself. But now. You know, back to back, really shaking up this division because Coach talked about it too the other day. It's like Tennessee and, and Indy have owned this division, mm-hmm. and you know, Houston had that little run with Deshaun Watson and stuff. But this could, you know, this could really set the standard. And I think this has really been a growth year, you know, okay. for everyone in this organization. We've never been in this situation, right? For the most part, where you, you know, weekend week, you got to be a contender. You know what I mean? So right, playing first place schedule, right? Di- right. And it's been a great growth year and so many, so many lessons learned and stuff like that. And now here, here we sit, you know what I mean? Here we sit. So it's, it's about going to do it, but back to your question, you do think about that. And that's the, when you think about cool things and, and high aspiration, things like that, it really gets you going and really gets you excited. Very cool. The last thing we do is the ozone five. The ozone five. Five quick, fun questions. Uh, if you have time between reading, what was your last binge watch? Oh, goodness. I, I'm not a huge Netflix guy, but I think I rewatched Breaking Bad about six months ago. I can see that. Big time. Love you ever do one. Better Cross All or no? I, I didn't get into that. It's, it's, it, I would advise, I did the same thing. Breaking Bad was great. Tried Saul the first time, couldn't get into it. And once I got into it, I... It, I don't know if it's better, but it's the same thing. But you have to sort of get through the first couple. So anyway, gotcha. Words of advice. Uh, song you heard on the car on the way in this morning. It's funny because today's the one day I didn't listen to music. Um, last night I was listening to Hall and Oates. Okay, out, of, out of touch. Okay, well that's right out of my. You're out of touch. Okay, I'm out of time. I would join in with you because I know the song, but nobody wants to hear <laughs> that. So. Uh, best player you've ever played against? Probably, probably Deshaun Watson when okay. he was in Houston. 
we played them and we played them in London my rookie year. Yep. And that guy was on another level, making every throw. No one could sack him, running around, yep. doing everything. Uh, it, that was one of his better games. Best or uh, most memorable play that you've been involved with? Um, pro- probably my it was my first interception of my career. It was against Indy yep. in 2020. First game of the year, picked off Phil Rivers, only to lose 15 or so games straight afterwards, but got the dub. Saved <laughs> Saved it from 0-16, which is saying <laughs> yeah. something. So. Um, so that was pretty cool. That's right. Um, first intercept, yeah, first interception of my NFL career on on a future Hall of Famer. Gotcha. Pretty cool. Um, five-year-old Dewey's favorite movie? Lord of the Rings. Really? That the trilogy. Young. Okay. Yep. That young you're in it. Okay. Oh, absolutely. Those guys are saying cartoons, but you weren't that guy. Still best best movies of all time still watch them I and mean, you know i'm a nerd at heart i really am okay i'm a like dungeons and dragons swords right. and shields and stuff like that yeah i'm not a lord of the rings guy but you get along with my wife she's she's hardcore into it and loves it i could talk to you all day i appreciate you joining the ozone podcast good luck sunday dude thank you sir appreciate it